Welcome to Canada's National Bible Hour. This is Brian Albrecht, your host and president of Mission Go. Today our scripture is found in John chapter 8, verse 12, which says, Then spoke Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Here we see Jesus making a claim of deity, that he is a light, that he is a creator of light. And of course, light always dispels darkness. And of course, there's a lot of darkness in this world. And as we have the light, as we follow Jesus, we can be lights in such a dark place down here. But the idea here is that Jesus not only is the light and sustains life and gives us continued light, but that we can have eternal life. And if we receive Jesus Christ, our personal Savior, we have that life and already are living our eternal life, those of us who are saved and have a relationship with him. We continue our story from the mission field in Central Africa at the Kemia Center in remote Congo. After Bernard one of the patients finished his one-year treatment for leprosy, his laboratory test revealed that leprosy was still active in his body. This antibiotic resistance meant he needed to continue another year of therapy. During this time, Bernard was a help at the Kemia Center and was able to provide much assistance to the missionaries and staff. Unfortunately, he was still having reactions that caused high fevers, chills, and the appearance of red raised patches all over his body. The only available medicine that helped to relieve these reactions was a steroid. However, long-term use of this drug can cause bone thinning and the risk of fracture, along with other serious side effects. Our missionaries reached out to Dr. John Look, Mission Go Director of Global Health Services, for further help. 
After much effort and resources, chloroquine was purchased to alleviate the continual reactions that Bernard was experiencing. Bernard finished his second year of treatment and returned home, grateful to our missionaries for having saved his life. Because of the outreach of this chemia center, Bernard has been given hope for a promising future, both physically and spiritually. Bernard is deeply missed by the missionaries, staff, and patients at the chemia center. Although Bernard is strong in spirit, his body remains fragile. His experiences brought to life the battles encountered by individuals suffering from this terrible tropical disease. Please continue to pray for Bernard and the many others who are still untreated and suffering greatly from the destruction of leprosy. Many who have never received treatment are permanently handicapped and deformed. Others end up dying due to secondary infections from untreated wounds. Together, we can make a difference. Our Candian missionaries have recently received a large shipment of leprosy medications. A team is on the ground now, seeking out those suffering from leprosy. Within a few days, they will bring new friends to the Chemia Center. Please pray for our special team of Canadian missionaries and those we serve with leprosy, monkeypox, Yaw's disease, and other neglected tropical diseases. If you want to learn more or give online to this ministry, please visit www.missiongo. Backlash Leprosy Center 2022 or write to this Canada National Bible Hour. The address is provided at the end of this broadcast. Thank you for listening to Canada's National Bible Hour and for your prayer and financial support over the years. Uh, we continue to remind people that uh, we can't be on the air without their faithful prayers and their gifts to sustain this ministry. This month we're giving away a wonderful booklet entitled Decision Making by June Hunt. This is a wonderful little booklet that explains how to find God's will, actually, for your life and how to make good decisions. Some of the things it talks about is how to make the most important decision, how to develop discernment in your life, how to discern the Spirit's leading in your life, and then other topics like how to overcome procrastination and peer pressure, how does God reveal His will. Really a wonderful booklet. I really recommend it highly and ask that you write in to get your free copy by writing to Canada's National Bible Hour, Box 1210, St. Catharines, Ontario, L2R 7 Alpha 7, 787, or in the United States at Box 2010, Buffalo, New York, 14231. And don't forget to ask for your copy of Decision Making.
Sing me a song about Jesus. Sing me a song about His love. Sing with all your might every day and night. Make the hallelujahs roll. Sing out the blessed old story. Tell how He gave the victory. Dying on a tree, all for you and me. How He came and made me whole. Sing me a song about Jesus. Sing me a song about His love. Sing with all your might every day and night. Sing it if the way is bright or deep. Sing me a song about Jesus. Sing me a song about His love. Sing about His grace till you see His face. Sing me a song about Him. Jesus, the wonderful Savior, guides me along the rugged way. Never lets me fall, hears my feeble call, makes a way so bright for me. I will forever adore Him. I will forever sing His praise. He will take me home, never more to roam, and his loving face I'll see. So sing me a song about Jesus. About Jesus. Sing me a song about his love. About his love. Sing with all your might sing it. every day and night. Sing it if the way is bright or deep. Sing me a song about Jesus. About Jesus. Sing me a song about his love. About his love. Sing about Today's message is from Dr. Fred Hartman and is a continuation of his series. Printed copies are available upon request. Today we're bringing you message number 12 in our series entitled, Are We Close to End Time Events? In this message, we will try to present to you some of the things that Jesus promised that will be false close to his return. Our first scripture passage is found in Luke 21, 5-8. Then as John, some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, As for these things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you do not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. Jesus makes it very clear that as the end times approach, there will be many false prophets, with some even claim to be the Messiah. Let's look at the evidence to see if this is going on now. Throughout history, there have been many who have claimed to be either Jesus or the Messiah. This falsehood 
has been increasing in the last few years. The first case in point is Reverend Sun Young Moon. He not only claims to be the Messiah and the Lord of the universe, but he even stated that Jesus follows him. He has also declared himself the second coming, and he has millions of followers. There's also a man who calls himself Jesus of Siberia. Fifteen years ago, he was a policeman, but he now believes he is the Son of God reincarnated. He goes around barefoot, wearing a long robe, and has thousands of followers. There's a British man, David Shaler, a self-proclaimed M15 Messiah. He claims to have been meditating until he saw the light. He became convinced that he was the Christ. He claims to be able to change the weather, prevent terrorist attacks, and influence football results. An Australian, A.J. Miller, also claims to be Jesus Christ. Now he has taken his message to the world and has been ministering in Texas and Florida. I could continue with more evidence, but this should be sufficient to confirm what Jesus said, that there would be an increase in false messiahs prior to his return. We are seeing across the world an increase in people worshiping mere men with false claims. Another area of deception Jesus promised in Matthew 24, 26, and 27. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, do not go out, or look, he's in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Jesus makes a very definitive statement here. Everyone alive at the time of his second coming will be aware of his return. The point is, who in their right mind would follow after these false Christs, let alone the Antichrist? However, this is precisely what will happen. For the Bible makes it very clear that in the last days, people will not be following the biblical text anymore. Instead, they will be following strange doctrine. The Apostle Paul makes this very clear in 2 Timothy 4, 1-4. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned to fables. Here we have it. 
In the last days, the church is not going to get better and better. As some would say, churches will call pastors who will tickle their ears and make the people feel good. It says they will actually turn away from the truth and turn to fables and myths. When I was pastoring my first church, my wife and I invaded a local invited a local denominational pastor and his wife to dinner one evening. We got into a discussion about the Bible, and I asked him if he felt the Bible was inspired by God. He responded by saying that the only book of the Bible that was inspired was the book of James. That led me to ask him his position on the resurrection. He said he did not believe Jesus was resurrected from the dead. At that point, his wife entered the conversation and said, but you preach on the resurrection of Christ every Easter. Then he responded by saying, just because I preach on it does not mean I believe it. Does this not prove my point that in the last days, men will turn against the truth of the Bible. When you turn away from biblical truth, you open yourself up to all sorts of strange myths and signs. You can make anything sound spiritual. Here are some claims of people. I saw Jesus on a French fry. I saw him on a potato chip. I saw Jesus' face in a bruise on my arm. I saw the face of Jesus on a guitar. I saw Jesus on a rock. I could go on and on with things like this that I have found and read, but I will not bore you with them. It just shows how people are looking to other things rather than the Word of God. Another area that Jesus spoke about that would come in the last days is false teaching. The very first thing that comes to my mind is the false teaching of evolution. The Bible is very clear on this subject. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Later, we read that God created man in his own image. Then later... He created woman from the rib of a man. There was a man and a woman, and not 14 different kinds of sexes, as some are promoting today. Evolution is taught pretty well universally in our schools. They tell us we developed from some ooze millions of years ago. They make all kinds of arguments that prove they are right. I've developed an answer that not one of them has been able to refute. I'm going with them along with their arguments for a time and then start to ask them questions they cannot ask her. I ask them to look around, which they will do. Then I ask them, where did space come from? Where does space end? If man ever reaches the wall at the end of space, 
What's beyond it? So far, no one has been able to give me an answer. They usually throw up their hands in disgust. Then it is time to show them there must be a creator who is God. We also find that the Apostle Peter warns us against false prophets both then and in the latter days. Second Peter 2, 1-3 says, But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false prophets among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. Peter is warning us that we do not want to be involved with these false teachers. Jesus specifically warns us that these false teachers will deny that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. They will deceive people by false doctrine to even perhaps charismatic or even perhaps by charismatic personalities. In these last days, they will cloud the issue of God's truth and take people off track by what they teach, leading many to join them in the lake of fire. A lot of false teaching came into the church around the beginning of the 20th century. First of all, there was modernism or liberalism that crept in denying the inspiration of Scripture, the blood atonement, and the bodily resurrection of Jesus. I know this so well, as I personally had to leave a church like this soon after I came to know the Lord. One of these false teachings today is Mormonism. While people in our country think that Mormonism is synonymous with Christianity, it is not. Let me show you just a couple of positions they hold so that you can see the falsehood in their teaching. First, they hold that the Book of Mormon is equal to the Word of God. The Apostle John has something to say about that in Revelation 22:18 and 19. For I testify to everyone who hears the word of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which were written in this book. Along with other things, they teach God had multiple wives. Jesus' brother was Satan. Having black skin is a curse, and you can become a god. Here is a good reason to believe we're in the last days as heresies 
will arise that will deceive many. Another group that gives a false teaching today is the lie of Jehovah's Witnesses. They use Christian terminology, but teach that Jesus was the Archangel Michael. They hold that Jesus did not rise from the dead physically. They also hold that the Holy Spirit is not alive and that he's only a force. They also claim that you have to work your way into heaven. Their translation of the Bible is called the New World Translation. It was written by a man with no knowledge of Hebrew or Greek, but they claim it faithfully preserves what was in the original writings. I have often had Jehovah's Witnesses come to my door. I always ask them what they have to offer. I listen for a few minutes, then ask them if I take what they have to offer, can I know that my sins are forgiven? They will admit they cannot. Then I always ask if I would join them, if that would guarantee me eternal life in heaven. They admit they cannot. Then I tell them that what I have to, in Christ can guarantee both of these things to them. Sometimes this leads to an opportunity to give them the gospel. One man walked away and said, you don't know anything about the Bible. I could continue with many other false teachings and deceptive things that are attacking the true church today. There is Christian science, anti-Semitism, the New Age movement, the worship of Mother Earth, and others. We are warned in the scriptures that these would abound in the last days as they approach. We are also exhorted to flee from them. My friend, the Bible makes the deity of Christ real. It also gives us the purpose for which Jesus came to this earth. He was to be God's sacrificial offering for our sins. It is only through trusting him as our Savior that we are guaranteed eternal life. I trust that you enjoyed the previous biblical message. Hopefully that It'll have a meaningful impact on your life throughout this next week. Here at Canada's National Bible Hour, we're concerned that not only people grow in their faith, but also that they know Jesus Christ personally, because without a personal relationship with the God of the universe, we don't go to heaven, we go to the other place. The Bible's clear that all of sin and come short of the glory of God, and we know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so we need to have faith in our Savior. The Lord Jesus loved us. He thought so much about you that he actually sacrificed himself for you in the cross of Calvary. There he bore your sins, every last one of them, in his own body as he hung on the tree. He took your place. He was your substitute. 
he died there. But on the third day, he rose again, and he's alive. He wants to have a relationship with you. And you get that relationship by humbling yourself, confessing your sins, and asking Jesus to come into your life. And if you do those things, you will be redeemed by his precious blood that was shed on that cross, and you'll be a new person. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. This month, we are giving away a free booklet entitled Decision Making. It's a wonderful book that will help you to discern God's will, will discern the leading of the Spirit in your own life, and I trust that you'll write in for your copy of Decision Making. You can write to Canada's National Bible Hour, Box 1210, St. Catharines, Ontario, L2R7A7, or in the United States at Box 2010, Buffalo, New York, 14231. You can also hear past broadcasts on our website at www.missiongo.org. That's M-I-S-S-I-O-N-G-O. We're so thankful that you have tuned in today, and we trust that God will continue to bless you throughout the next week. Please don't forget to pray for us and uh, pray for our financial situation through the summer where things are more difficult. May the Lord bless you and keep you in a mighty way.